Hey, it's Josh Sibson. And Jake Jabour. From The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabour's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today, Tara Copeland is on the show, and I love her. But before we get to that, I wanted to remind everyone you can follow the blog and see the website at improvobsession.com. You can like the show on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash improv obsession. You can share it with your friends, uh, tag it in posts, uh, talk to me, all that. Uh, also, you can rate the show uh, in iTunes, and uh, it's also on the Zoom Marketplace. So that's great for those people who have the Zoom Marketplace. Uh, so, yeah, rate the show, follow the show, like it on Facebook. Uh, all that would be fantastic. All right, thank you, and enjoy this show right now. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast with Stephen Perlstein. I mean, it's just hanging out with you. Yeah. So that's that's easy. That's already good. Easy enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. Are we sponsored by anybody? Do I need to plug anybody? I wish. No. <laughs> I, need to get, I need a sponsor. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's just start and see what happens. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pearlstein. Today, special guest, Tara Copeland. Me. Yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? We're um, breaking my podcast virginity. Mm-hmm. This is your very first podcast That's ever. That's right. And it's not sponsored by anyone yet. Oh. But if there are any sponsors out there, feel free to contact Steven. Yeah. Just give me money and I'll say stuff about If you want to know thing. some things, I'm in his room. Some mm-hmm. some people he would love to be sponsored by are Arrowhead, Mountain Spring Water, yeah. Gatorade, Gatorade, It's Thirst Aid. Mm-hmm. I'll take um, Apple, maybe. Yeah, Apple. So they can, they can sponsor he's me. got a laptop. He probably oh Seinfeld, the Seinfeld sponsor people. Everybody <laughs> notices Seinfeld the Seinfeld or the Simpsons. Movies. They both. Yeah, because well, one of them has a puffy shirt in it. Yeah, that's it. Draws the eye. Yeah, or um, Nintendo. Uh huh. Or not not the big UCB poster. UCB do not do not sponsor me. Oh yeah, I mean of course. <laughs> Um, that would be that would be the most logical sponsor. It, I would hope. I mean, yeah. if anybody's interested in improv, it's probably them. Yeah. Uh, and what they, if they're not? They're like, oh, we're yeah, so over it. We're just, just <laughs> we're just, we're just doing stand up yeah. now. Uh, I just want to write plays. <laughs> Stop making all this stuff up. It's not good. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Uh, real quick, I guess I should introduce you to people because I I wonder sometimes if when I have guests if people know. Where yeah. they're from. I was just thinking, I wonder if I'm interesting enough to even listen to. Oh, no. I think you're going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> and plus, plus I have topics. Oh, great. So, like, it's easy. Like improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. great. Uh, we have suggestions. Uh, uh, lo- yeah, introduce me. I want to see how much of this you get right. Okay. Oh, well, I don't have, like, a like a whole thing. I was oh. just going to pull off the top of my head. I was going to say, uh, Tara Copeland, you are uh, currently on Diamond Lion in yes, L.A. Yes, in L.A. And uh, you have a, a team, Miss Jackson, Ms. who Jackson, performs all around. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Miss Jackson, if mm-hmm. you're nasty. Um, but, like, I know... Uh, well, now I feel like I have pressure. I know you started <laughs> the musical improv program at the Pit in the, New York. The Magnet. Damn it! Yeah. The Magnet in New York? Not the Pit, because everybody's like, the Pit sucks. Sarah's too good for the oh, Pit. Oh, I've never heard that. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> that's what we all say. Um, and I'm sure there's other stuff. I, is there anything that you want to say? Um, like I would know you from. That, I well, like I, I mean, in New, well, I just moved to LA in September, so in New York, yeah. I was on a Herald team called Mother for a long time. Oh yeah, Mother. Um, and uh, I also, yeah, and then I was in Miss Jackson in New York, and I did a bunch of shows at UCB, and I was on a Herald team briefly called The Scam, which was then called People People. 
Mm. Um, I don't know those. We didn't last very long yeah. together, but we loved each other. Well, that's good. Um, that's the that's one of my major themes of improv is loving each other. That's a lot of what my <laughs> questions are. You got onto my theme before I even had to bring really? it up. Really? Well, because yeah. you know me already. Yeah. yeah. That is that's like the whole theme of my my episode today. About I love. Want, I want to talk a little bit about love. Oh. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and that was genuine too. It was totally genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah so uh, yeah, and then I taught at UCB and taught at the Magnet, and have uh, I'm also in a group called Baby Wants Candy. I love musical improv. I, I love all. I love improv. Yeah. I've, I've, now I'm going to be very conscious every time I say the word love. It's fine. <laughs> you love maybe to a fault. Do I? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I saw you do a scene where you got called out for like loving a little boy, like a, it was you were a little girl, like and he was a little boy, yeah, uh, and you like like a little run away together, and then somebody goes, "Do you even know his name?" <laughs> Say his name, and it was great. We were were we in a tree? Yeah, you were in yeah. a tree. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big um, yeah. callback scene, and yeah. and also a show that I have done a lot uh, that I that I just that is sublime is Gravid Water. I should definitely plug Gravid Water. You did Gravid Water. What do you? What, well, does the does the cast rotate on who does well, what? Well, I did it very regularly. Do you in do New the York. improv or the? the I've uh, always done the improv. Okay. The one time. I did three very short... It was... Oh, no. It was four very short scenes. It was an entire play that was four very, very short scenes. Mm-hmm. And I did the improv for three of them and the script for one of them. So mm-hmm. the the girl that I was partnered with, we did four s- sort of fast oh, yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah. And it was really nerve-wracking to have to memorize the lines. <laughs> really nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't... I. I haven't done that show as much in in LA. I think it's in high demand, and then the couple of times I've been out of town. So, but hopefully I'll I'll get up in get there. Get back and into it. I love that show. Yeah, love it. Good. I'm so I'm, excited when you I'm, say love. I'm going to try and think of another word. No, it's love great. I'm to... so I'm so excited because it's seriously that's exactly what I want to talk about. <laughs> um, I well, like hell, let's just start talking about it. So, let's. I'm gonna let. Well, let's start like with the bigger. Yeah. Like, let's start love it. Love, you love, you love improv. I do. Yeah. I, I love improv. Right. Um, I wonder, like, do you feel like the love of improv is one, necessary, uh, and two, healthy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, I definitely feel like my love of improv is pretty healthy because I, okay. I, I also enjoy other things and, um, I like friends who don't do improv and yeah. stuff like that. I yeah. mean, I can see that submerging in it in a certain way. Well, any addiction <laughs> could be unhealthy, but I mean, I don't know why it's, it's about teamwork and connectedness and making people laugh. I mean, how, I don't know. That yeah. That's not unhealthy. Yeah. Um, I think loving it in a competitive way can be unhealthy. That's you how know? I am. I have, a, I have a possessive love of improv you at do? this point. Like it belongs to you? Yes, I'll say it. Yeah. You're I feel, like, I, I feel, invented improv? No, not like that. Like, I I, I don't like bad improv uh-huh. or bad improv mojo, which is bad improv mojo in a lot of ways. Like, I don't like... Like, I found that... I, put it, I, I, I read blogs, and I blog a little bit about improv, too, and I saw this blog of this girl... Who said something like, I hope I make a Herald team and I hope it doesn't last long. So, because Allison Jones will have discovered me and put me on TV and I don't have to do improv anymore. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, uh, like that made me mad. And so, like, I have that type of, like, like protective. Like, it's a, a stepping stone to something yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like that. And I, but I, but I, but like, when people are really care about improv, like, I'm excited when that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also you can really care about it and be bad at it. And yeah. so that's. Like, I don't know. I love teaching level one because yeah. there's, it's so fun to, to teach people to love a thing that you love and right. to make them want to do it and keep doing it and get better at it. But level ones are not necessarily where you're watching like the best improv, you know? No. Um, although I will say level one shows are very often some of the best shows you'll ever see. I the, agree. Completely. The energy is insane. Yeah. Um, but it's very reckless too. Like it's like it's sort of like that's that's the thing too where I feel like maybe maybe the destruct like why I think sometimes my love for improv isn't healthy in that like uh, I I believe that there is good improv and I and in, in trying to obtain the good improv yeah. I like get 
upset at myself and like whatever oh, for like judgy. You're yeah, judgy. yeah yeah totally Jud- i'm the worst i mean listen a judginess is bad i think i know i I'm, agree. I'm not into it yeah. i'm not into it at all um and i and i think that's part of like when you say like oh i don't like bad improv mm-hmm. i mean of course i don't love to sit through a show that i'm not enjoying but i also think that I, I'm such a Pollyanna about it. Like, hopefully everyone can be good at it and figure it. Maybe they just need the right director or the right coach or whatever. Like, I... Yeah. Uh, although, oh. I mean, it's not like I've never sat at a show, like, being like, why are they doing this to me? Yeah. That is certainly No, it's not, it's not... I don't have, like, a want to exclude people. Like, I just have a want to not watch it if it's sure yeah i mean i've been doing this for so long that i i definitely agree with that but i weirdly even though i've been doing it for so long i'm like very open to enjoying things that other people will just immediately dismiss that's just true across i like i'll watch tv shows you're you're a lover you're just a nice person uh yeah well i mean i also (laughs) like yeah what was the other part of that question? Oh, it was the healthy. Oh, we answered that. Healthy. It yeah, was, yeah. is it healthy? What was the other part? Necessary. Necessary oh, for... is it necessary? Mm-hmm. See, I don't know... I, if, the, if, if having fun and loving something are the same thing, then it's necessary. Okay. But if they aren't, then I don't know. Okay. Because I definitely think that you can go... And I know for a fact that people go through phases in their improv experiences where they don't love it but as long as you're still having fun and you're able to connect and have fun even when you're like having those moments of like oh this is hard or is this for me and that although that's hard to have fun but i think having fun with it is more important than loving it Hmm. like the way we're talking about it sure okay that's you know what i mean i think so well i try to think about it like because i think i've had not fun with it and still been very much like like in love, like I'm not gonna stop doing it, and right, I right. want to go do shows and like you right. know, uh, which is weird, but yeah, it's an interesting distinction. It is, but I don't know. I think I think ultimately you go through phases where it's not as much fun, and you're trying to get to the fun again, right? You know, and yeah, I think oh that's yeah. that's what's important. That's super important is that it's like a great time that you're having, yeah. Because otherwise, why? Right. You know, (laughs) you can love it and not do it. You can love it and go watch other people do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Hey, maybe in a year when I've decided that I'm terrible at it, maybe that'll be me. Maybe I'll just be the guy hanging out at the theater, (laughs) just watching, just buy all the tickets, buy all the reservations. I'd be like, I'm not doing this anymore. I just love you. I just love you guys. (laughs) Good job, everybody. That's called a stalker, though. Hey, (laughs) well, whatever. I don't don't think that's a big deal. You got a problem with it. (laughs) Deal with it yourself. Um... Okay, so, and then also, you have you have your team, Miss Jackson, who yeah. I've I've heard you speak very fondly of. I love Miss Jackson. See, there we go. <laughs> Good, thank you. Uh, and like, the I think that's I think that's something because you you asked my team at one point, uh, the smacker is if we love each other. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, that's hilarious. I don't remember that, you but did. I. Uh, I that sounds like me. Yeah, it does. Uh, like I guess I mean I I get, maybe I'll move away from the love word for just a second, but that that bond between a team, yeah, uh, I think can be very affectionate. And I wonder, like, what's the like? Why do you put an emphasis on that? Well, um, uh. I think that the trust factor. You know, when you really bond with someone, you really trust them, and having unconditional and limitless trust with people on stage makes you oh my god i mean your your potential and what you can achieve and and what you do achieve is so much greater Mm. if you absolutely trust each other and i think that if you really know each other you can I've i've been very lucky in in my career in improv of having groups where um like everyone in the group is very talented and we just know each other like we're on stage we just know how to play to everyone's best ability and how to make everyone look great all the time yeah um and miss jackson is great because we've always been in every sort of um 
every group, I mean, it's that, that group has changed and morphed a lot over the years, but we've always been, well, we've always been like bridesmaids in each other's weddings on top of everything else, but we've yeah. always been just, we just know each other. Like there's, I mean, when I say limitless amount of just trust and just, you can do anything and I know it's going to be great. And I know that I'm going to catch the ball when you throw it. And it's, and you can't have that with people that you don't trust. So gladly dropping the word love because it doesn't mean you have to love each other. Although I don't think you can have that with people you don't like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I mean, you can play with people you don't like and you can do good work with people you don't like actually, but it's not going to be ideal and it's not going to be super fun. You're not right. going to want to, there's no longevity in it. Um, so yeah, I mean, we are definitely a group of women who like would genuinely be like, Oh, I love you. I love you. I, lo-. I mean, you know, it's like my best friends basically. Yeah. Um, so it helps. It definitely helps. Yeah. I've never been in a group of people who were my best friends and we did bad work together. You know, it's always been, we've, we're all really close and we always, well, we trust and like each other and our work is good as yeah. a result, you know? Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, I think it's... You look a little skeptical. I can't tell. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, I'm processing yeah. a lot of like, uh, what you say and how, what it means to my improv career and my experience. Yeah. Uh, and trying to put all the, look the numbers through that logic and figure out if it, it works <laughs> re- out. You are very logical. Uh, yeah, something like that. I love that. episodes interesting for you because I think you are like passionate. Do you like feel that way about people? What? Like, oh, I love those people. I love that. Yeah. Part. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important. I, uh, yeah, I don't feel like I, I am pretty, uh, like, yeah, you, you've made fun of me before about not made fun of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll say make fun of me uh, about like being like logical or whatever. And, uh, coached you, I've coached you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm glad to know that my Tara coaching comes across as you. making fun. <laughs> but like, I do, I do feel like I do, I do like to think things out a lot, or really, uh, like let stuff affect me mm-hmm. and like think about things. But I don't feel like I'm so, like I don't feel like I'm a logic robot. No, no, no. But. But you process. You like you like to process something. Before I just like you... to listen. Yeah. Like, espe- I mean, especially to like in the the coaching situation. Like, I'm like, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. Like, you you said you're just staring at me. Like, you have I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm just listening. Like, keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all this in. Greg, Greg Tukaleski did the same thing. He's like, you're looking at me real intense. I'm like, oh, I'm just listening. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> So I'm sorry if I if I freak you no out with apologies. my robot face. Uh, I love you, Tara. I love oh, you. I, love I you. do. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> There's a bed right next to us. I'm married. Don't do this. Um, my husband. Speaking of being married, my husband is one of those people who's very um, oh, super. He's not. I would not say he's analytical, but he does not speak without thinking first. Sure. He's you know thoughtful and he's ed- he's an editor he's like a self editor he's a writer so all yeah. of that he's he's not like we're so opposite in that way um so i get that that thing of like oh i want to take it in before i respond it's so not me because i will literally respond and then as i'm responding realize i don't mean what i'm saying and mm-hmm. change mid sentence and say well actually you know what maybe i don't mean that okay. you yeah. know what no no i do like it you yeah. know what i mean? and I, I like my brain my mouth works with my brain like it all can happen at once yeah he, and he's not like that and i don't know i think maybe you're more like him a little bit more like i like to be reckless me. in improv like i like to do that i like to speak in improv and like i like to kind of get ahead of myself yeah in improv but i don't i, I guess i don't do in it the in real co- life yeah because it's not because yeah you'll just say something and then like two seconds later be like i don't mean mean that at all. Oh, I'll do that all the time. Uh, and that, and that's, uh, <laughs> I'll that's do that. I'll say, bad. oh, you it's know just... what? I wish you would do blah, blah, blah. And actually, as I'm even saying this, I don't really I don't care really if you do it or not. It. So. Just have fun and have fun. <laughs> um, I, I feel like it's hot. like you, you, you say, you talk about trust and I think that's a, a big part of it. I, I think that's a huge part of uh, working well as a team. Yeah. Um, uh, but I find, I find like myself, uh, like I wonder, I wonder. Maybe this. I wonder if this is a judgmental thing or like a a conditioning thing of like when people sort of like 
uh, screw you over a little bit on like you making a tr- big move or a trusting move or something uh-huh. like that, uh, and they kind of leave you out there. Like though, like uh, that does. I feel like I've noticed it like negatively affect uh, how much I'm willing to go with that oh, ne- the person again, or even like back them up sometimes. Oh, sh- yeah. Well, like, you have an agenda. <laughs> well, no, it's not even. It's not even like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm not like it's sort of like. I, I don't know if I want to put myself out there if I'm going to get screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've done... You, if you doing... Like, I, I remember this... I remember the show I did where I made this, like, really big, like, weird ghost move. And I was the first one out in the scene. I was, like, being this, like, weird ghost. And nobody stepped out with me. And, like, uh. I was, like, all right. And then I started talking... And nobody came out, and I was like, "Fine." I, got, I did like five lines alone, and I was like, "I could," I was, and I was uh, really comfortable with it. I'm like, "I think I could make this a thing." Sure. But I also remember going like, "Nobody's gonna back me up on this move. That yeah. hurts. Like that's 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 weak." Yeah, I mean that is a that's a that's a weird. It was weird. That's a weird moment. It was a weird moment. <laughs> if you're talking to someone and no one steps out to be the person you're talking yeah, to, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. You're gonna, <laughs> I don't know. T- you're gonna air it on your podcast, and the people listening are gonna be like, "Oh, no, I should have stepped out." No, I'm, no I'm, not, I'm not really that mad about it. <laughs> no, I just, no, but I, I think actually you're... figured I made it a kind of a good thing. But... but I think you're right. I mean, it's like then you have this moment of like, "Well, I can, can I put? Can I trust you guys? You're not. You weren't. Yeah. Like that's so fundamentally a moment where everyone should be there for you. Yeah. Um, but see, probably they're like, "Well, I was trying to figure out." Yeah. what you wanted or I was trying to think of what I should do and that like me as a coach my first reaction is stop figuring it out yeah. stop thinking stop stop trying to predict and or anticipate just get your butt out there and improvise right see what's going to happen you are not supposed to know what's going to happen like that's you know but I'm sure every one of them was like oh I was yeah. this or I was that yeah well and, that, and, and yeah it's it's I, but like I think that's what what like improv and that like you, you said that trust and that love thing I think that's where it ultimately comes down to is like in those big moments of vulnerability and it can be emotional I can just be doing big moves like I, I'm so I, I do my best to like back up uh, really sincere emotions or like whatever or yeah big moves like just in the, the LA in the improv festival a buddy a, team, a guy on my team David Christensen came out and like he was just doing this big weird thing and I didn't know what he was doing I'm like all right I'm doing it like I I'm gonna it, do it I, gotta, too. I gotta do it and I'll figure it out because like I don't yeah. want I don't want to have him it's that rule if someone steps out and starts digging step out and start digging yeah you don't have to know what they're digging or what's go- just just dig with them right that's what improv is we're just digging together right right and I yeah. think and I think that's like the the ultimate like night like that nice part of like I, I, a team, a team that I joined, was like, I remember saying, like, I can just do like these big hail mary moves sometimes, and I'll just I'll throw it up, and I'm not sure if it's gonna land or work, but like they'll make it work, and I love that. Sure. Like, that is like always the most exciting part of yeah. like, and that that's that trust that I think you're talking about before. Absolutely. Is, like, to go, Absolutely. Uh, I can just do whatever, and it'll totally be fine. Yeah, and you can too, and I can handle it. Like yeah. the, everyone on the team, yeah. like we can do what. We can just play. We're just playing, and we really feel like we're playing together. Yeah, I like bombing together too. <laughs> that's a that's a thing. Uh, we're all gonna go down with this ship. Well, like nobody, like nobody, le- like le- if so, if an audience groans at something for me, like if they find something offensive, yeah, there's. N- I feel like I lean harder into that thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. Yeah. I am making these offensive jokes deal with it uh and i i, I do like it <laughs> i feel bad because i've totally like made people like oh i can't believe we're doing this but yeah like people get on board and like yeah all right we're doing it man. oh sure well your group has to get on board with it right and they have to just make it bigger and better why and, not yeah <laughs> it's, oh yeah that's always fun yeah <laughs> um uh let's see i'm trying to think if i have another uh question about loving your teammates <laughs> Well, when I was um, like, this is this is about love. So in in many ways, um, on Mother, we had a big discussion once about um, what happens if a kiss situation happens in a scene, and so I've always enjoyed that conversation Awkward with groups. Question, yeah. Like, well, who who thinks who's willing to be kissed? Who's not? Sure. If you're not, then let's not ever put you in a kissing situation because. 
you know, that thing of holding the hand over the mouth and or, or like, you know, fake kisses or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, we were a big kissing group. <laughs> we, we kissed a lot, girls and boys and boys and boys and girls and girls. And one time John Daly grabbed me and kissed me so hard that he... Uh, split my lip with his tooth. Jesus it was Christ. such a passionate moment. It was like grabbed the back of my head and pushed it, tw- and, he, and I was like bleeding from the rest wow. of the show. But we had a conversation about like, you know, we wanted it to be real, realer. We don't want it to seem like some fake game we're playing. And so, if you ever get really invested in a scene that's going that way, like let's be real about it, or let's be um, over the top. Like, like we were, if we were going to be fake about it, it was more often like tongues on the outside of mouths, licking each other's tongues, as opposed to, (laughs) you know, turning your body and covering your mouth and all of that. So that's definitely, oh, and in Miss Jackson, we've all made out on stage. We've all had some tender, tender It's great. Let's, kisses, let's spend the next, tender kisses. <laughs> spend the next 35 minutes describing that. Tender uh. kisses. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's sort of an, an interesting conversation for a group to have because that is another like level of trust and connection that you can have is your right. physical, your ability to be physical and physically intimate with each other and to what degree that can go yeah you know i've all uh i'll extrapolate that further into the uh sex stuff yeah which i know like that comes up plenty uh and i feel like a lot of times i'll see people edit right before it happens yeah which is a nice thing to do if you're not comfortable with it and i'm not uh, i'm not knocking that method um however a team that will commit to like doing a pretty like i've seen these uh it was Winslow, it was a, a Herald team here. Uh, I think it was Justin Michael gave a pretty good blowjob to like <laughs> one of his team members, uh, yeah. and he committed to it. He was going, and I was like, it was hilarious. Like, and, and like it was just part of the scene. It was, it, you know, I was only like ten seconds before somebody walked on and caught them, which was what was going to happen, and right. you know, that's part of it. But like, that was just hilarious to like go, like, yeah, do it, man. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get in yeah. there, like, you know. It's that, it, it, yeah, that trust, like the intimacy, or like it, you know, if you're going to laugh just at me, intimacy, and... but real, realistic intimacy. Yeah. I mean, like you're never going to disrobe and bone on stage because right. no teacher is going to tell you to take off your real clothes. Right, you can take off your oh, improv God. clothes though, right? Um, but just it to me, it's the difference between what I sort of think of as playing at a thing and really playing the thing or or lately I sort of picture it like you're on top of the scene you're not down in the scene and if you're super in like in your own level of like my own head doesn't want to kiss you Mm -hmm. right well first of all don't do a scene that puts you into that position right where you where you have to like awkwardly edit before you kiss or whatever um or you know maybe your character if your character doesn't want to that's different but you know what i mean it's like sort of interesting like you're you are over and around this scene and you're not fully in it and i think that being fully in it is what's exciting to watch. Yeah. You know, it's exciting to be in it and it's exciting to watch. And like, otherwise I'm not mad at you. I'm not like, Oh, you know, I I hated that. Or, you know, the scene can still be good around your physical limits or whatever. Um, but it really is the difference between like, Oh yeah, that team was okay. And like, I, couldn't I just could watch that team and I your body leans forward and responds to what's going on you know yeah that's that that sounds like you're talking a little bit about like uh like commitment to the scene or commitment to like the reality and to the relationship relationship, and to the into the truth of what your of what your character is feeling and what they would really do right now which that Um, also seems like one of those things that you're really big on like that's uh, like a tentpole of Tara's uh, improv style is like full commitment yes. to a scene. Like how, how I, and I, that's like one thing that I, I feel like I struggle with the most on like almost any level, like any, any note, uh, main note or overarching note I've ever gotten has been always about uh, fully committing to something. So, uh, well, it probably to comes down to, to judging. I mean, sure. it probably and judging is is like such a big word that can mean so many millions right. of tiny things. Um, and in in a moment where you're not fully committed, it's because you're 
your head is somewhere else, which means you're judging you're th- or you're thinking. Thinking usually is judging. You know what I mean? It's thinking. Thinking usually is judging what I'm about to say, judging what just happened, judging me, judging you, judging was this idea even okay in the beginning. You know, you can, you can judge what's happening, what's about to happen, what I might do, which things should I do? And then you can go through and be like, no, 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 not that one, not that one. Because that's just you judging every first thing that comes to your head, you know. Mm -hmm. Rather than being just so in the moment that you're, you're obviously never unaware that you're on stage and that you're getting laughs and that there's an audience. Because you have to be in order to be funny, I think. Um, But you can be so present that you're committed and you're so in it that everything then every next thing is just happening before you have time to judge it or think about it or be not in the moment yeah i can do that <laughs> mm-hmm. i can do that i can do that no i uh, <laughs> i i know uh i i know that i'm uh judgmental on in certain scenarios and and uh and even with certain groups uh and i'm i i wor- i'm working on remedying it uh, and it's hard. Like, it's hard, though, because, like, yeah. I think that's one of those things that once you sort of, like, build up that, like, uh, I don't know what it is. That, like, yeah, I guess it's, it's that initial a, thing. It's got such a negative connotation when I say judgment because, obviously, yeah. judgment, it, like, doesn't it evoke, like, um... What implies that like right and wrong and yeah, like, and I and don't even and... mean that. I mean even the even the sort of shades of gray yeah. of what judgment is of even just you thinking in a moment. Why did I say that? Like, because it's not about even always external. Sometimes it's all about yourself, or it's sometimes it's just literally like what things should happen now. Yeah, that's a judgment too. That's a like I'm going to decide rather than just listen and be react and be present. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... I agree with that completely. I'm, like, I'm good of- with listening. I'm good with like I I like to listen and I want to really listen. Mm-hmm. I think that in improv you have to be an active listener, and so maybe that's part of the the like, oh you, your face is so still. Are you okay? I'm just listening. Like active listening is that. It's in where- notes that that happens. It's not during scenes. No, I'm just saying. I don't just die during <laughs> scenes. And, you like- don't just sit there. Frozen. <laughs> I'm taking in information, and I will process it in a moment. I was a bee catcher, but now I'm just me for a second. Ooh, what's a bee catcher? Uh, I, I think you meant like a, a, a bee smith is what I'm going to call them. So what I <laughs> that's what I'm going to pretend. Uh, All right. What are the, those guys called with the suits? Bee master. Beekeeper. <laughs> yeah. You took bee catcher. I'm going to call it a bee smith. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm going to call it a bee master. Bee master, and it's really a beekeeper. But yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. Um, I feel like, yeah, I, and that, and I think that being like judgmental of even yourself or the scene, like, is when, like, when I when I feel least like that is just when I'm comfortable, and that yeah. and that usually uh, is in part, uh, you know, performers or the show or the audience just not like. Yeah. Re- reacting well, normal. And that goes back to love. I mean, that goes back to what we were talking about. Trust, comfortability, yeah. love, like all of that, who you're with. Like if you can be, I love to hang out with these guys. Yeah. It, I think it probably helps and translates on stage, you know? Yeah. I think the, I think that like, to me, one of the, the <laughs> hardest things to do on stage is to be silent and do like nothing for a few moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that is, um, and I find myself sometimes comfortable enough to do that. Oh, I love uh, a delicious silence. I and love an active, delicious silence. Yeah. Yeah. To just kind of like take in whatever you're doing or like one of, um, one of my favorite moments I ever had on stage was with Colin who's on Smack Roos. Yeah. Uh, and we did this thing where we were, where I was taking his blood, uh, and I was like, I got to sanitize your arm for 30 seconds. And so I just started doing that. Uh, and he was like looking at me, and he's just like, "Are we really gonna be silent for thirty seconds?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're really gonna." I didn't say anything, but because I was just you like, probably would, you yeah, wouldn't, not, you know. Gonna make it, yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people in real life when when I'm at like a doctor's office or whatever. I don't really love a ton of small talk. Yeah. I don't love a ton of chit chat. I'm not great at it, but like, so yeah, those moments for me, unless the the dentist or the whoever is chit chatty, yeah. I'm happy to just sit there, and yeah. so it's kind of nice when that 
yeah, it's can great. translate a and, character as that or whatever. And I remember that moment too. Like even it wasn't it wasn't anything particularly hilarious, but I you know, I said, I gotta sanitize your arm for thirty seconds. And I and I sort of like I like made that promise to the audience that I'm gonna do this for thirty seconds. Yeah. And we sat there and we did it for to the best of my count, thirty seconds. And right. I was like and they were just giggling like and we weren't doing anything funny. And like I think that's one of those things like that's a that's another like commitment that uh, an ultimate commitment to the scene and like the reality of it. Yeah, that's, well, like, and a that huge, idea, reality, uh, truth, and comedy. Yeah. It was just a true thing that everyone recognized. That's people like that. Yeah, people like to see something on stage that they're like, I recognize that, and then they also like when it looks recognizable but is different. You know, and that's often what the game is, right? It's right. something different within this thing that we are familiar with. Right. You know. Yeah. We we covered it all. We did it. We did it all. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, if I have any final questions about loving your teammate before I move on, I don't think I do. Um, we can talk. Not about always it more. the best idea to love them outside of the team, and then because then when you break up with them, sometimes that causes problems. Yeah. Um, Though I've never done that. Yeah, that seems. Uh, I've I've yeah. had heard secondhand stories. Doesn't seem like the best. Uh, not always best policy. But, but sometimes it does work. Sometimes it does work, though. So I don't yeah. know, guys. Just love. Yeah. Put your heart on your well, sleeve and, and see what happens. Well, and I could say, I mean, I feel like I could say with some confidence, you could probably assume that the UCB liked each other and maybe even loved each other, or else why would they start a theater and start a brand and and start a show? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you probably if you're going to go to a next level, whatever that is. Mm-hmm you are going to be with people that you trust and like being with. It's probably rare that the next level is achieved by people who don't like each other or trust each other on stage. Yeah. You know? I could agree with that. Uh, Whatever so, the next level is. I don't know. We're uh, still finding out, aren't we? We are. We're still unlocking all the potentials of this <laughs> thing called improv. That's a... Uh, <laughs> That could open that quite, that statement alone could open up a whole can of worms. <laughs> Am I going to avoid it? I don't know. Let's avoid it for the moment. Of what the next level is? What the what the next level of improv is? Because I don't. I feel like that's the most abstract conversation possible. And although I love it, well, it's just so different for everybody, and you can't predict it. Right. You know. Uh, yeah, because like that goes that goes back to that thing of like what people want out of it yeah like uh my i I had this i had my mom was talking to me on the phone i talk to my mom a lot uh about once a week and it's uh it's a good amount uh uh and she said uh she said to me like uh i forgot i forgot how exactly she put it but she said something to the effect of like you know and, and one day you'll 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 get to do what you want to do in improv or whatever i'm like no 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 you don't get it like I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like this I is, can speak I to that. I can speak to that because I definitely, uh, you know, when I was on Mother, a lot of people on Mother were and still are, I mean, doing more outside of improv. And I really wasn't for a long time. I was, yeah. I really moved to New York to be an improviser. I loved it in college. I interned in New York for two summers during college. And I moved to New York. I wanted to be in this show called Chicago City Limits, which I had interned at, and I wanted to be at UCB. That you know, I first came to New York the first summer that they were performing at Solo Arts, so I'd already sort of taken some classes there, and I sort of, you know, I knew what they were. And they, the my when I first moved to New York, they opened the theater, so I, you know, was taking classes, and um, that's what I wanted to do. And so for many years for at least six or seven years after college um i was so happy being an improviser i mean at chicago city limits i was in the touring company i was on the main stage for several years i was doing six shows a week for money um i was on my herald team which i you know just like obsessively loved we were rehearsing twice a week and performing every week and you know it was for me it was enough for a really really long time so I was never one of those people and and I do not mean to imply that my uh, colleagues were that yeah. was like I'm gonna do this I mean we were all still doing it at a time when it didn't turn into anything for right. anybody for a long time right um, you know now there's such a huge 
huge group of super successful people in comedy who started back then and in the early days that it probably seems like for a lot of people a formula for success i'll do that and i'll get that right which is what i like least about it now oh yeah i mean you have a lot you have a lot of people in the industry saying you should do you should take improv um which is great i mean obviously it's great you want that for for ucb and you want improv to be something everyone knows about and loves um but it took me a long time to get to the point where i was like oh now what's my next level right like and obviously i you know i've been doing i graduated in 1999 and moved to new york so however many years that is uh you know 12 years i don't know (laughs) what's math uh but you know i so i've been doing improv for a long time and i haven't been trying to do what i wouldn't even say more than improv but other than improv right for very long um I was a casting director put, got, you know, she called me in with no representation after seeing me and mother many times. And I got a part in a, in a little thing called College Road Trip, a little Disney movie, 83 minutes long. I believe it's Raven, good. Simone, and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> um, oh, God, G-rated, I know that one. G-rated. Um, I know that one. Yeah. Anyway, I spent a week on that movie and that's when I was, and that was probably five years ago, yeah. six maybe. Um, and that's when I was like... Oh, how do I do that? How do I do? And, you know, and then it took me a number of years to figure that out. And that's why I'm so new to L.A. Because I'm just now sort of like, okay, what's next? Like, what is next for me? And it's not even like what can improv do for me so much as, oh, I want to work. I want to make money. I don't want I had a day job for 10 years in New York that was hard. (laughs) Right. So, you know. Well, it's, you know, I think that's why I've said it before. Like, I don't like... Uh, like I said, that thing, she's like, I hope I don't get on a heralding for long. Because it's like, it's like cashing in one thing for another is how I think some people feel mm-hmm. about it. It's like, oh, I'll do this so I can hand over that, that this, this experience that I have. Uh, and I will now be on TV or I'll now be a writer. And that's not to say, because like, I, I'm, I'm very straightforward about it. Like I took improv at first to help with my writing. Cause sure. I, I, it's a great tool for writing. I was like, I just, I'm like, I started doing the sketch classes at UCB. I'm like, oh, this is good. Maybe help improv couldn't hurt and like whatever. And then I was like, oh, I love improv. I'm not going to stop doing this. Um, <clears throat> but I think people even do that on, on teams and stuff, uh, like who, who, will, who, are like, who are looking to rack up experience on teams or rack up a number of teams uh, and then hoping to like, use that as currency one day to go, all right, can I be on a Herald team now? I, I've collected nine teams. Is this right. enough? Uh, and, that, and that to me is like something that, that is like, well, that – why like right it's, well but it's, also it's, good for you but that's yeah. you getting getting on any team anywhere is not going to get you on tv it's not a guarantee of right of anything you well know? yeah and i and that yeah and that that's well i don't know it's like i guess as we're speaking out to the, like the next level thing is like it's sort it's sort of just like sometimes i'm i i think about like oh what would the next level be and it's like ah oh, maybe just doing it more yeah uh, and maybe to bigger audiences or like whatever but it's to me it, it's not like it's not like oh, I hope to ditch all these losers who are no, on my yeah, team now. Exactly, uh, and that—that's just. It's not more how, like know. thinking about what you want for your career and for your life. Right. I might sneeze. I hope that's okay. No, you can't sneeze. <coughs> oh, Damn I it. sneezed on the podcast. What a dick. Wow. Sorry. We might have to just delete this whole episode. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, let's. That felt really good though. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, also, is that a real thing in L.A.? Everyone on a Herald team, like, no, automatically has become... absolutely not. Like, it's just not. <laughs> so, like, you were either going to work hard and get a career yeah. some way. Listen, if you work hard and you are good enough to get on a Herald team when it is that competitive, yeah, and then you probably are going to... You know, maybe you yeah. are that person who was going to work hard enough to get your big break. Right. Um... But I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Like, oh, I'm just going to get on a Herald team. First of all, that couldn't be harder. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't. Like, how is that easier than just, like, easier. auditioning like and getting work? Got, it's definitely got to be easier to book a commercial <laughs> than it would be to get on a Herald team. I don't team. know. You, uh, yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> theory. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, what was that? 
I put this chair together real poorly, and I think I just might have broke Did it. Did you break your chair? Fucking Ikea. I sneezed, and then you broke your chair. This whole podcast is becoming... What's happening with falling life? Falling apart! Let, okay, so let's talk about, like, love in your scenes. Because, like, I, I mentioned yeah. that scene where you were, like, I said, maybe loving to a fault. But, <laughs> I, uh, but I feel like you are often uh, affectionate in scenes. Uh, yeah. Maybe not uh, always to your scene partner but to your reality or your job or whatever it is. Um, and what... Yeah. <laughs> Good question. So um, that is a you. thing. Congratulations. I say thank <clears throat> you because I like that. <laughs> I uh, want to be those things. You are. And that, and I think, but I think that's, a, I think that's a, like an admirable skill that uh, definitely is something that I am sure you know like amateurs don't do all the time. Right. Or... or uh, there, there's 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 like hate, which is very common, is fighting. Yeah. Uh, and then I think when you when you when you coach when you get coached away from hate, you do the exact opposite, and you just love. You love everything. everything there's no so and. Much. There's no and in that. Love. That's yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. I yay. love popcorn. This is the I, best this, this ever. Yeah, this is the best one. You're the best. I love. It. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you say, I say yes to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I say yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, I wonder how you get that disposition in improv. Like, how, I mean, how did you come upon that being your thing? My, just, wait, say what my thing is again exactly. Um, so, like. Being. Being, I, I, I won't, it almost, it's almost, you can almost just say it's commitment, but, like, I've seen, like, I, like I, I saw that one where you're a Spanish teacher, and you just, like, you love to teach Spanish, and you're, like, into teaching Spanish, yeah. and you had it with the well, weird Well, I was act. playing my real Spanish teacher right. in that scene. <laughs> um, well, may, and maybe that's part of it. Like, if, yeah. if it's not real, and it's not living for real inside of me, then it, then it doesn't, then there's no commitment. Like, there's no, you know what I mean? It's, it, it feels fake, or, or. Or I'm in my head or whatever. Like, I think it, I am such a gut player. I play from my gut and from my heart. And mm-hmm. I really like to feel grounded and rooted into a scene. Even even if it's silly and fanciful, um, I'm rarely playing from a place of, like, let me think of what is the best thing to do now. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think commitment is, is the right word. But I also, maybe it's just my natural... I mean, as I don't, my natural instinct in life is to connect and like people and, 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 and enjoy people and, and to have fun, you know I mean? So maybe that's part of it. Although it's not like I don't ever play characters who are angry and who are disagreeable, but I, I think I'm probably, I play them the same way. I play someone who's not, so I play can play a jaded, but jaded in a real committed way. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, how, but, but, but still finding a way to be, uh, nice in a scene. Uh, like I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Nice to my scene partner, you mean, or just, yeah, we'll say, yeah, we'll say it like it's, it's that thing of like not, not hating your scene partner, like yeah. not manufacturing well, you conflict. you should always be giving gifts, but you know what I mean? No. Everything's a gift. Everything you say is a, should be a gift. Yeah. And everything you hear should be thought of as a gift. Yeah. So everything you say to me in a scene is a gift to me. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel something. It makes me makes my character think of something and feel something and want something or be reminded of something rather than just like, um, oh, let me have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we're not creating conflict. We're not creating problems. We're... We're giving gifts and receiving them, and everything you say, I should tear it open like that fucking YouTube video of that kid with the Nintendo. Nintendo sixty four. Great sponsor. Great sponsor. Right, where he's like, ah, like everything is 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 that? Like it's everything you say should be something that's good to me. That that's interesting because um, uh, I do I. I think ultimately, like one thing that you always hear and uh, that is is often said is like you need to uh, you you always hear and is often said you <laughs> redundant much. Um, I'm not proud of myself, uh, but, but you to, caught it. It's fine. It doesn't count. I still you said it. it. Um, is to to use all the things that you hear and um, to use everything, and that um, I feel like some people try to do that to 
uh, too verbally or too literally or uh-huh. like to just of uh, like if if you were to say you know how's the weather today you're like I have to respond with how the weather is and maybe and and it's maybe it's bigger than that maybe if somebody says how's the weather today it's like well they're making small talk with me maybe that means something about our relationship sure. maybe that is you know means taking it yeah instead of taking it as i need to respond to every word or every word needs to keep on coming back in our scene it's uh and taking what it implies or what it means sure because for me how's the weather today might mean oh i'm in a scene with my father-in-law okay right who is he's obsessed with the weather he's like that guy who, when we talked oh, yeah. to him on the phone, he has looked in the paper every day that week, and he's known every high and low temperature in L.A. Yeah. He lives in Philadelphia, so he keeps track of our weather for <laughs> us, right? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, how much more depth does that scene have right. if how's the weather today instead of, oh, let's talk about the weather, yeah. he becomes my father-in-law, you know? Well, you know, Mr. Eastwick... Uh, it's been just just normal like or whatever right so that now we are connected we have a relationship um or like you said maybe how's the weather today implies for me we don't know each other we're or we're we're nervous or we're waiting in line at the dmv right um then we got to get a relationship on real fast right because we're not going to sit there and just talk about the weather right right well that and yeah and and that's and i guess that's just what i meant ultimately is is not is not necessarily taking everything uh, at, a, at such exactly. a surface level. Yeah, because um, maybe you say, how's the weather today? And I think, and my character has been just dying for you to talk to me. Yeah. I've been sitting here hoping that this hot guy would talk to me. Yeah. Or maybe I'm in my, reading my book and I wish you would leave me alone, but you're not going to. Right. We're going to push each other's buttons now. Right. You know, and ultimately it may, it should make us feel something about each other. Right. Whatever it is. And that, and that's like, I think that's where the the connection in a lot of scenes comes comes from. Is just, and that like, if you can just use everything that your person, your partner's saying, and actually use it, and uh, you know, like, I, you know, I'm sure you've seen this a million times. People like will just flat out contradict each other with things that they're saying. Yeah. Uh, and that, I think that's like one of those things. It's like, yeah, you're you're not you're not connect you're not listening to the yeah. person. Uh, you, you know, have your they idea. Just said they just said like where you were, and you just and then like two lines later, you were not gonna you oh, took it away from. And them. the worst is like <clears throat> names. Yeah, like I've called you Betty. Oh my god! And and no one has listened to it, right? Yeah. Like, or someone comes in, and now your name is like Chuck. Yeah. And you've been Betty already. Yeah. It doesn't matter twice, three times, one time. Yeah. Like. That's who you now are. And it's not like I've never messed up a name. So it's not yeah. something that, like, oh, if you do it, you're a terrible person. But it's a it's a higher level of, like, once you get called something, everyone should literally be thinking of you as that. Yeah. And, and treating you. Like, so that it makes it realer to you, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, saw, I saw this show where this dude was clearly, like... Uh, had this agenda of like giving people names, yeah. but he gave everybody different name, like are very similar names, and then he'd give somebody a, like that he'd already given a name, a new name, and I was like, man, you stop <laughs> it! Like, like, and, it and it is, and it is hard to keep track of that. Like that's, I, I think that's um, that does sort of require uh, uh, a, a fair amount of like thought. I feel yeah. like to just keep that all straight in your head of like yeah. who is who is who. Um, but if you're going to, like, commit yourself to making that your thing, like, you can't screw it up You can't yourself, mess it up, man. yeah. Uh, one of the, I have to say, one of the reasons I love Miss Jackson so much is because when we play men, mm-hmm. we let each other play men. Mm-hmm. And we know when it's happening. And we're very, very in tune. We don't contradict it ever. Yeah. And one thing, like, I don't have a lot of, like, oh, guys versus girls in improv. I don't have a lot of those feelings or stories about but that. But here comes one. <laughs> Well, but sometimes guys won't, when you're a girl and you're playing a guy, they won't let you that. be a guy. I hate that. I really don't like it when that happens. When a girl plays a guy? Or I when don't a guy like it. doesn't? I don't like it when you're like, when it, to, like sometimes, yeah, I feel like it's, it's pretty obvious yeah. when people are telegraphing to me, like, or at least to me, like, like if I play a girl, it's, I don't know, like, it's just like, I kind of try to soften my, I just try to be a little bit lighter and I try to have like a slightly different posture and it's like, but I don't go... To me, so it's like it's not so different that it's like a big character, yeah. but it's clearly it's like a new it's like a different version of me 
you should probably get that I'm trying to do something. Like, and then why would you take it away from yeah, me? Why would you then be like, why? oh, way to go, Brian? Yeah, it always, it always, oh, all yeah. Right. Like when you're and like, when you come in, you're like, oh man, what a great game. You were so fast out there. Thanks, Stacy. And then you're like, oh, fuck, okay, I'll be Stacy. <laughs> fuck you, because this is Stacy now, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And you know what else? We're lovers. <laughs> you are in love with this Stacy. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, sure. I mean, it's just an interesting thing. But Miss Jackson is so great for that because we, just can do anything. It's so good. Miss Jackson. If you're unstoppable. <laughs> all street, all the time. I love that it. That used to be our tagline. I guess it still is. You can take it. Yeah, it's good. Follow us on Facebook. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> you have a, I, I'm going to do that now. I like you guys. They're fun. Um, but definitely, it's been fun to play in LA where nobody knows us because we wear matching yeah. jumpsuits. And we, we have done that forever. We were, the first show we ever did was in, I can't remember if it was the first or second Del Close Marathon. And Jessica Allen, who's uh-huh. now Jessica Eason or Jessica Allen Eason, however you. Um, if you're nasty. She's one of my beefs. And she um, put the group together. It was all women. It was just, it wasn't intentional. It was just like, oh, these are people I want to play with. Yeah. And it just was women. It wasn't like, I'm going to be all girl power, vagina, whatever. Um, and. <laughs> One of the members of our group, Lisey Gorenson, was like, oh, I think we should wear tracksuits. And she went to Models and she bought us all Adidas tracksuits. And <laughs> so we've been through three incarnations of those tracksuits now. Um, but, they, you know, we started wearing those 12 years ago. That's so funny. And we always have. And so we roll up in our matching tracksuits and then we do a hot spot. And you can just feel people being like, what is this? Yeah. No, <laughs> the, first, the first time I saw you guys, which I don't know, it was probably, it was, it was before I knew you. Yeah. And before I knew Jessica too. Uh, uh, I was like, well, "This is interesting. This yeah. is very. This is different." Because, like, I, I'm I'm always I'm admittedly skeptical of something that feels like a gimmick a yeah. lot of times. Because um, I'm like, "Oh, you're just trying to do something." But you guys did a, you guys did a good show. Yeah. But like when yeah when I see somebody like trying to do something like that, I'm like, "Ah, oh, it better you better back it up." Because like I don't care about your matching yeah. outfits if you're not any good. Well, we we <laughs> used to do a uh, choreographed dance at the beginning of every show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you know, for us, it was just like, let's do something hilarious and crazy yeah. with big production value, you know? <laughs> and also, there's something about it that if we're all wearing the same outfit, truly, it neutralizes us, yeah. which is nice because then we can play different genders and different in, in different ages. Not that you can't otherwise, but we really like that feeling of like being neutral palettes that we can paint characters on top of. So yeah. that became part of it by the end. Yeah. That's why we keep doing it. We like it. Plus we just look cool. You guys do look cool. You roll up <laughs> super fly. Um well, geez, we're already we're already at fifty six minutes. If you can believe That's it, crazy. I know it's gone by so How fast. How many questions do you have left? Well, I Did was gonna get through all. I was gonna talk about a little bit about uh, musical improv, oh, but God. I feel like would have been great. I feel like I'm just gonna let it go, and a little bit about coaching, uh, just because I want to figure out what you're trying to do to us. <laughs> um, but I think I'm gonna let those go. Listen, coaching. I just want people to be as awesome as they want to be as a group. I want to. I want them to achieve their their group's goals for what they want to be. And part of it is getting the whole group on the same page for what their goals are. Yeah. Cause you put a lot of time and a lot of money into being coached and into those groups and it's not for nothing, Yeah. you know? And I, and I don't want to be the kind of coach who just shows up and pockets the money and leaves. Like I want it to be like, what are we doing here together? Yeah. Like let's accomplish a thing that we're doing. So yeah, that's all. I, and that's great. And I think that that's sh- it. I think it shows like, I think it shows that, of teams that have like that, like yeah, oh yeah, we're we're working on something and yeah. we're gonna make we're gonna make the most out of our time. And um, just as far as musical improv goes, mm-hmm. do it, do it. It is I amazing. It is so much fun. There's an audition for a musical improv team here at one of these local improv theaters. Uh, I think it's this weekend, and I thought I'm thinking about doing it, but I'm, I, I I've never done musical improv yeah. really, uh, and I'm just thinking I should go in. I, I have a three for three track record on uh, uh, improv auditions. I've made every improv team I've nice. ever imp- uh, auditioned for. Uh, I feel like this one could be the one to ruin it. And I think well, I might try. 
you know, that rejection is good for you. It is. What is it? Is that a theater? Mm -hmm. It's this Bang Theater. It's uh, over here on, I forgot what the street is. Fairfax? Not Fairfax. I've been there. I don't remember. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah, yeah. And Um, they're having musical They have like a musical. Yeah. Um, anyway, so do a musical improv. That's completely. That's uh, a completely go see Diamond Lion, you guys. We are Diamond so Lion's fun. Great. Wait, the, the show's not over. <laughs> Diamond Lion is great. Uh, I'm going to let you <laughs> plug all your stuff in a second. I want to ask you. This is a, the segment, the classic segment of the show. Oh my gosh! The pearls of wisdom segment. Oh. What is? And this, I feel like more veteran improvisers always have a little bit of trouble with this. Everybody has a little trouble with this. Uh, what is a note or some feedback that you received? that had an effect on your improv, something that you were like, oh, this really makes sense, and this is clicking into place, and I love it. Um, that could be anything I have, in the I have two answers, and one of them doesn't answer the question, but Great. one of them is, <laughs> I don't even know if it was a note, but I remember being in level three, and I remember we're learning the game, because mm-hmm. back then that you learned game in level three, and uh, Kevin Mullaney was my teacher, and I remember that I did a scene with Curtis Gwynn, and I can't remember the scene really, but I remember that I did a perfect game, and I knew I was doing it, <laughs> and I played it on purpose. Yeah. And I just, like, I just, and, and even afterwards it was, Kevin was like, that was it, and this was it, and I was like, that's right. And I think that that was the moment that game made sense to me, and it never didn't make sense again to me. Yeah. I d- didn't necessarily always know what a game. What what is it? I'm not sure what game it is, but mm. I got it, and it was like, oh, genius. Yeah. Um, and we mother used to record and watch our shows, mm-hmm. and we realized either the first or second time we did that not to um, dance when we came out. <laughs> <laughs> For our openings, when yeah. the music was playing, yeah. we would all come out and like be dancing. Really? And then we watched it, and we were like, we will never do that anymore. Oh, that's sad. Uh, no, no. It was the right idea. It was the right call. I don't, yeah, you know what, though? I have, a, I, have a, I have one of those hot and cold relationships. I've seen, I've seen some teams that do it and don't upset me. And then I've seen some teams do it, and I'm like, oh, stop. We upset ourselves. Yeah. We were like, <laughs> hey, no, oh, you're, that's I, no good. That's just, just knowing your team, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, if, if Miss Jackson can get away with a choreographed dance... That's a different situation. It totally works. And it was choreographed. Yeah. It wasn't eight so white been... <laughs> people walking on stage like, yeah! Nobody uh, can see this, but uh, it's uh, it's weird. Yeah. We'll just say that. We'll just say it's weird. <laughs> it's weird, but it's arousing. That's my new pet pr- uh, peeve in improv scenes is when you say something's weird in an improv scene. We should feels... never call out what's happening. Yeah, it does. We should feels... never say it's awkward or weird. Like, yeah. like, like that doesn't happen in real never. life except as a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And your job in improv is not to make jokes. It's to be funny, and that's a different thing. <laughs> this got really serious. You're listen, looking You're looking at me with so guys, much hate. Listen, you guys. <laughs> I am? Yeah. It's, it's not to make jokes. It's to be funny. And that's something completely different. You so. say so sincerely. Um, all right. Well, I, as, were those were those your two things? Were those your two yeah. things? Okay, good. I want to make sure. Were they okay? They were great. Okay. They were great. I just want to make sure that you got them out and yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't cut I you can't. off. Yeah, I hope that was good. No, it's good. Uh, I, I Sometimes sometimes it's like, I try I try to get like notes and stuff because uh, I feel like some of those have always, sometimes when people say something like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Uh, but that those moments of self-discovery too are like when you're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You're like, it's, it's unbelievable. The game is fun and not horrible. Yeah. 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 When th- those moments are great and uh, equally uh, valid teaching moments too. Um, uh, is there anything that you want to plug or share with our listening audience? You said go see Diamond Lion. Diamond I, Lion every Diamond Friday Lion's at like UCB at 11 o'clock. Shit, musical improv show. So fun. Yeah. Um, Ms. Jackson on Facebook. Um, I'm also in a group called The Good, The Bad, and The Snuggly. If you ever see us up at any indie rooms, that's me. Good. Um, the Bad and The Snuggly. The Good, The Bad, and The Snuggly. Yeah. It's me, James Eason, and Jessica Allen Eason. Oh. You can figure out for yourself who each person is, but remember, I'm the one who's all about love. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, mostly that's it. I I love L.A. <laughs> Ah, ah. I'm available to be on your sitcom. Yeah, any any time. All the all the casting directors <laughs> who listen to this show who want to hear nerdy conversations about improv. And my website is taracopeland.net, and you can sign up for my mailing list, which in which has existed for eight months, and I've sent one email, so it's not nice. going to be a thing where you get a million emails. That's it's a- really only like, hey, I was in this 
video that went viral. Do you want to see it? Like that was the first one. <laughs> I hope I hope all of them are like that, not intrusive. Like, hey, I don't mean to bother you, but like if you're interested. Yeah, it, it kind of was. And then those videos that I are also on my website. Nice. So, yeah. Very cool. TaraCopeland.net. Um, TaraCopeland.net. You got the dot net? I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a makeup artist who's the dot com. All right. TaraCopeland.net. Yeah. Don't go to TaraCopeland.com. She's, she's terrible. She's pretty. Oh, okay. she's pretty, though. Yeah, she's really pretty. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tara, Thanks thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Hooray! Thanks for inviting me. Thank you. Sorry about the sneeze. Uh, it, yeah, it was unacceptable. <laughs> so there that was, Tara Copeland. I hope you guys loved it. Um, you can see Tara at UCBLA with Diamond Lion every Friday at 11 o'clock. They're great. Go. Guys, I auditioned for that musical improv team, and guess what? I didn't make it. <laughs> it's okay. As it turns out, I've yet to master the art of coming up with songs on the spot. Um, anyway, it was a learning experience. I think I'm going to write something about it on the website. You should follow it at improvobsession.com. Uh, also, I'm doing the 11th Hour Show June 21st with Sticks Martin, so you should come see that. And I also do shows every Friday night at 10.30 with my team Distant Relatives at the Improv Space. Uh, that's it. Until next time, happy improvising. Want to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine? Want to just hear them whine about something? Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. That's The Wine Situation. Wine, wine with, with an H. H. Cheers! Cheers.